Hello, everybody. This is a new episode for a new week of this 2022 NFL season. Week it's another two. episode of the AFC vs. NFC podcast with Kyle and Nick. My man, a lot happened this weekend. Uh, a lot of kickers missed this weekend. A lot of kickers did miss this weekend. You know what? And I'm just happy to say that, you know, the Vikings were not on the receiving end of any of those. Yeah, you guys really didn't uh, didn't need to be your game wasn't even close that it was going to be coming down to a kick like at all. Yeah. As soon as uh, Watson dropped that pass, I was like, yeah, this is over. <laughs> like <laughs> this is it. it was a good day for the for the people in purple and gold. Well, I'm glad one of us had a good week one. That's for sure. We're going to have to hop off the Bronco there and ride another week at another day cuz last night was not your night. I got plenty to say. We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, I guess for now, I mean, hey, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and review, you know, week one. Uh, but, you know, before hopping into that, we'll go ahead and, you know, talk about some key injuries. Uh, two nights ago, it was a Sunday night football uh, season debut uh, in Dallas. And it did not turn out to be the game everyone had expected. Not as high scoring of a game. As a matter of fact, oh. Dallas didn't even score a touchdown at all. So the only team, baby, mm-hmm. America's mm-hmm. team. So yikes! But in the process, Dak hurt himself uh, again. <laughs> yeah. He uh, this time he hurt his thumb on a regular play. But you know, a D lineman was going to swat the ball. Uh, their hands collided. You know, D lineman have like paws because they're bears and they're just you know slapping people. So. Uh, his thumb took a hit, and I mean, just like any of us, I feel like we'd, we'd be upset and we'd be hurt for a while. So, I don't, I don't know how long they said he was out. I think it was six weeks, something like that, six to eight. Uh, I thought I saw something today that you know might be four to six, but I don't know. When you're rushing something like that, and you're a quarterback, and you need your hands, well, quarterbacks and receivers need their hands more than like anybody. Yeah, running backs next up, but yeah, you don't want to rush that because then you're just coming back. You're not doing your team a favor. I mean, maybe a little. He might broken hand. Dak still might be better than Cooper Rush, but yeah, yeah. yeah if you can't throw, it's no. You're just doing your team a disservice. But I will say this: the NFC least, um, not so least this week, three and one, three and one in the but, NFC East. Yeah, but every year since I don't even remember the last year, like 2011 or something. A new division champ. Yeah. Like, and I don't think Dallas is repeating. Not after this. They're going to drop some games without Dak. And quite frankly, I don't think they're that good of a team. And especially not without Dak. So, yeah. you know what? Your Giants winning the NFC East. That might. It's, it's, it's a little closer today than it's their it was turn, man. last It's their week. turn. It's their turn. It's their turn. It's been a while since it's been their turn. <laughs> Last time it was their turn. Uh, well, actually, I think they uh, soiled the bed. Yeah, they didn't do well at all. Well, but, that's not surprising. But before that, they won a Super Bowl. So hey, they're not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> that's not. That's let's not get crazy. Uh wow. So yeah, I mean that happened to Dak. Uh, you feel for him. It seems like there's always something going on with the old boy Prescott, and it's actually. Uh, last year, you know, I was like, I was, I was sorrow for him, you know. It was, it was more of a damn. This guy can't catch a break. But now I'm just you like, mean two years ago, was that two years? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember, I remember, I was with uh, Tucker in that game, down in Norfolk. Oh, we really? It from the hotel room because he was, uh, he was based down there for something, a uh, short while at the Navy base there. But I uh, drove down to see him, and we watched it happen. It did not look pretty. I don't remember. I don't remember it. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about it and picturing my own ankles doing that, my own lower leg. No, no, sir. Nope. Uh, I, I got an ACL. I don't want that. So I had an MCL. It was a sprain, but yeah. still hurt like a bitch. No, I had ACL meniscus. There? <laughs> did it hurt? Well, yeah, I'm sure. I sure it did, but did, did they tear or? No, yeah, I, they tore. I had surgery oh, shit. senior year. Yeah, man. So I guess another guy who might need surgery was looking at second and third opinions, he said, because he didn't like the first. T.J. Watt. Yeah. Looks like yeah. a torn peck. Um, that's huge for Pittsburgh because 
he had one of those interceptions on Burrow, and we'll talk about that a little later. Oh my gosh, he just jumped up and caught the ball from the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I think he had a couple sacks. You know what? No, he had one because one sack he throw ripped the tackle's helmet off. But <laughs> I think that was the play he got hurt too. I think so. But yeah, no, he that's big for the Steelers defense because that's a defensive player of the year. Yep. You know, four four he was like four to six weeks torn peck, but look, if it's torn, he's he's done. Denver last year, both our starting linebackers, both in the first two week two and week three, tore their pecs and they both didn't see the field again. So it, that's something that's I personally don't think should be rushed because if I'm him, you know, I'm thinking about career longevity. Do right. you really think Mitch is going to get you a Super Bowl when you have Mahomes, when you have Allen? No. So it, it sucks for Steelers fans. It sucks for him because, you know, he loves football. Everybody loves playing football. Right. But you got to sometimes you just got to punt, yeah. you know, <laughs> and if you need surgery, you know, it'll be better for his career in the long run. Absolutely. This is a big blow to that Pittsburgh defense. Um, it's definitely something that I'm sure they didn't uh, really account for when it comes to their depth chart, you know, uh, who's going to fill in his role when he's out. Uh, is the defense really going to take a step back or as big of a step back as we all anticipate now? Or will Mike Tomlin, you know, find a good coaching scheme and and plug somebody in in the right spot? And turns out that it's not as big of a hit as they they anticipated. I don't know, you know. So we'll be playing, uh, you know, paying close attention to that. Um, but I mean, you're gonna stay on that team. Flip it to the other side of the ball offensively. Najee Harris, uh, high ankle sprain. That's mm-hmm. a few weeks right there too, man. Yeah, that's that's one of the worst ones you can get. Judy had one last year. He was out seven eight weeks you know so that that's definitely that definitely hurts their offense i think he scored their only offensive touchdown last week on that pass from mitch um you know they picked up or they didn't pick up but kind of filling in for his role jalen warren who i don't really know much about but i i mean i picked him up on fantasy i (laughs) I put in a waiver to get him because i mean if if Najee's gonna be out a good substitute right there yeah. But yeah, no, that hurts. That hurts their offense too because Najee is really a dynamic back. I mean, last year, how many passes did he catch? That's why he was one of the top running backs because he was he was just getting the ball out of the backfield constantly. Yeah, I mean that's the game they played because you know Ben didn't have the the deep ball anymore, so they had to check it down. Ben didn't a have a lot last year. He didn't have a lot. Ben was running on E. He, he, was, he was running so far on E that he, he was pushing his car to the gas station. That's yeah. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a new season, new chapter. Unfortunately, two rough starts for the Steelers, but they got the win. Um, Dallas, you know, took an L, and they'll probably take several moving forward now with the loss of this guy. So uh, we'll see. But for now, while we're talking about wins and losses, let's just go ahead and uh, review week one. See, you know, what panned out the way we expected or not so much. You want to start yeah. off, my man? Yeah, man. Um, we'll we'll start with that Thursday game, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. that was the first one. You know, halftime was ten to ten, and you were thinking the Rams are hanging in here. Like it, it never really felt like it was their game to me, because the first drive, Josh Allen punches in the end zone, and I was like, all right, I think the Bills are gonna win. But the Rams, they hung in there. The Bills turned the ball over, but in the second half, uh. No, the the Rams didn't even look like they belonged on the same field. Mm-hmm. Von Miller was playing out of his mind. Yeah. Josh Allen was playing out of his mind. Stefan Diggs, out of his freaking mind. And Jalen Ramsey was getting cooked. And what scared me about the Bills is I came away from that game thinking they scored 31 points and had four turnovers. Yeah. Like that. that's insane for who I think is going to be the Super Bowl champs. Right. No, when you're uh, when you're looking at a Rams team who are defending a uh, championship, you expect a better showing, especially at home, you know. And they just didn't provide that. No, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo had their way in the second half, and it's a damn shame I didn't get to witness it either because uh, I was actually out bowling that night, had myself a hell of a night. But bro, you probably uh, bowled like one sixty, and you're like, oh man, this is good. 
Yeah, dude. No, I think I bowled two 160s. Dude, 160? Yeah. Guess my high. What's your high? 220? 220? Yo! Bro, I went off. <laughs> Jeez. I've gotten 200 three times. 212, 206, and 203. Dude, you're covering the wrong sport, man. You need to be covering PBA. Who do you think you are? I... <laughs> That's all I know. Like the next great Babowski or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know nothing about bowling. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm decent, but I don't know nothing about it. yeah, I'm just I'm just upset that I missed the game. I I I, just, I left the bowling alley to go to the arcade at halftime, and it was ten to ten. And you know we're we're playing games and stuff, and then we go home and turn on the TV. Two minutes left in the game, thirty-one to ten. I'm like, what did I miss? You Jeez. missed a slaughter. That's And what you you missed. know, yeah, it was. I went ahead, looked at the replays, the highlights, and it was, it was something to watch. Yeah. No, it, yeah. I think I think the Rams are going to be fine. You know, they came out, a little bit of Super Bowl hangover. I still think they're going to win that division. Let me tell you, Arizona looks terrible. Uh, Trey Lance does doesn't look that great. No, Uh, granted, he was playing in a freaking tsunami. he was playing in Lake Michigan. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, inside Lake Michigan. Is that what you Literally, said? yeah, underwater. Literally, He's, he's yeah. playing water polo. You know, so that might not be fair, but that's the NFL, man. It's going to rain. You're Yeah. going gonna to play in bad weather. So I think the Rams will be fine. That's fair. That's Yeah. okay. Well, let's go ahead and move into Sunday action. All right. Yes, sir. We'll start off with these uh, New Orleans Saints, who I thought were going to be ain't, but they found a way to come back and beat the Atlanta Falcons Oh, yeah. 27 I... to 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what was the score? It was something like 20 to something. It was twenty Oh, no, no, no. Like, the Atlanta was up big. seven twenty six. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Atlanta was ah, dude. It was might have been like twenty to, like I don't know, If twenty I... to ten. It was something. They had a double-digit lead. If, Came down if to the kicker I too. am... If I am a Atlanta Falcons fan... I am never comfortable. I don't care if we're up 56-0. It don't matter. The Falcons Like, the, have choked the hardest dude, in recent we, memory. dude, Well, I, yeah, they have. I've never seen anything like, and it's constant. You know, it's like new quarterback, new coach. It, I don't know what it is about Atlanta, but dude, I, I got no, I got nothing. Atlanta I'm sucks. sorry, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> James played good at the end. Uh, Alvin Kamara did like nothing too. You know No, what I mean? yeah, And next to nothing. and so you think if you're the Saints, you're going to be better off next week because Alvin Kamara is not going to have many games like that. So the Saints will be better. But I'm trying to find what the quarter scores were, but I'm not finding it. Yeah, no. Another blown lead by Atlanta. That's what that's my takeaway. It's unfortunate. What else is new? Seems to be a constant theme for the guys Yep. in APL. Yep. Ah, man. Well, let's move up the coast a little bit from Georgia to Carolina. On one Baker of your Mayfield. pick threes. Yeah, and I can't it did say not shit go through. though. I can't say Dude, nothing about your this is a 20, I'm sorry, a 63-yard field goal to win for Cleveland. I think it was fifty eight. I think it was fifty eight. Was it 58? Yeah. I swear I don't know it was. why I texted you sixty three. What were you thinking, bro? I don't know. I was studying. I was studying white blood cell. I was studying about leukemia all day. I don't know. Maybe I got a little leukemia myself. See, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm looking this up. I want to know. I think it was fifty Oh, eight. it was fifty eight yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. No, but that was a good one because the the Panthers were super slow to start the game. Very slow. Um, Nick But Chubb, they were holding Kareem their Hunt. own. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were keeping Cleveland in the game, you Yep. know, like they did all last year. Honestly, the best running back duo in the league. Maybe even the best running back duo since Chris Johnson and who's big dude from Tennessee? Yeah, you lost me. Once I say his name, but yeah, so tell me, tell me about uh, your boy Baker, what you thought? Well, you're right. He had a slow start. Um, 
I think right now he's just trying to learn the offense a little bit. This was his first, you know, regular season game with this team. He's relatively new still, only a couple months in with this organization. Obviously, I think what fueled the fire the most was that he was playing Cleveland. But uh, outside of that, when it comes to just knowing the system, I think, you know, come next week, he'll have a better go. I don't think he'll win the game next week. I mean, he's going to be playing up against the future NFC East champions. So uh, he's got his work cut out for him. They just took down Tennessee. But, I mean, it's just learning curves. I think come week four, week five, uh, you know, he'll have it down down pat. We'll see where they are then. But, you know, right now, Cleveland, congrats. You 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 won your first. You won. <laughs> you won your first game of the it's season. Oh, four. First time in a long time. So that's big. Yeah. But, it was Lindell White and Chris Johnson. I don't know who Lindell White is. Dude, I'm going to share my screen. You know, you know who it is. Yeah. You know who it is, man. All right. You see him? He was a, he was a one-two punch. I think the year before or after CJ2K, he had his 2,000-yarder. Hmm. No? Still nothing? Still nothing. He looks like Latavius Murray, but... He was, like, big. He was, like, the power back. It was, like, the perfect, Jeez. like, duo because Chris Johnson was speed, obviously. Right. And then he would hit you in the mouth. And so you're, like, as a defense, I don't know what to do. This guy looks brutal. Well, he was. He was nice. Until he's had to, you know, be the bell cow, and you, you know, not that. I'm sure. I'm sure that's part of the reason why uh, the the Titans went 13 and three that year, right? They did with Kerry yeah. Collins. Kerry Collins. Yeah, Kerry Collins. Right. That was his last hurrah after, uh, you know, Being tarnishing his career with the Giants. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I guess moving on, uh, to another. I don't even know. This this quarterback battle here in Chicago was underwhelming. It was one not for the ages. Justin not Fields for the ages. performing to Justin Fields' standards and Trey Lance for, for performing well below everybody's standards. Yes. Act, you know, inclement weather, sure, whatever. Yes, and, and it was bad. I mean, there were yeah, it was essentially uh, watching frogs and toads play in the pond. Like it was. Not much to watch. I mean, nineteen to ten was the final score, uh, and actually, this game right here is what shut down all of my bets this weekend because I really did not see, even if the Niners didn't produce thirty points or twenty five points, I really thought their defense was going to hold up, uh-huh. but no, that was not the case. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, for me, if you if you hold a team. You know, maybe nineteen is like a on, on the higher ish end, but the average you sc- in an NFL game that a team scores is twenty three. So if you hold a team to nineteen, like defensively, I think you've done your job. Yeah, I think so, I think holding anybody to twenty, I think twenty or less, you've done a good job. You know, mm-hmm. you're 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 obviously having them take more field goal opportunities, and that's why the score is so low. You're stopping their drives. You just got to hope and pray that your offense can produce some points. That was the problem for Pittsburgh all last year, and that seems to be what the fate will be of the Niners this year if they don't get it cleaned up. Yeah. I truly do believe, though, it was due to the weather. I really do. Yeah. Uh, Debo was still heavily involved. Uh, you know, Trey Lance, I think, could have had some better decision-making. They didn't have Kittle either. Right, George Kittle was out, so you know they had the, you know the arrow facing them in the wrong direction, uh, just before even kickoff started. So I think Week One's a fluke. You know, it, it always is. Still see nine. a couple of, fl- of flukes. We'll get right. to a few more later. So I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. I don't like to see a division foe, um, a division foe win either. Never. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears, they didn't deserve to win that game, I guess, but whatever. They did. Hey, a dub's a dub. And you know what? If you're the Bears, you're going to take every single win you can get. Yeah. You know who's going to try to take more? I will get to them. Chicago? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe like two more. Yeah. So let's go ahead and cross that great lake of Lake Michigan into the state of Ohio, where the Cincinnati Bengals... AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals uh, were hosting their their rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it came down 
to a lot of missed field goals in regulation and overtime. A blocked PAT. And a Steelers win. So listen. Um, I have two big takeaways here. Okay. The Bengals are going to be good. And they are fine. Joe Burrow is not going to have five turnovers again in a game. And, you know, he is a guy who throws a decent amount of picks. He, he threw a good amount last year. But five, no. Even if they throw two, they are blowing the Steelers out of the water. Right. So my first takeaway is, like, they should have won that game. They had two chances. I mean, the, the one in overtime McPherson missed was egregiously bad. I mean, that was awful. I think I would have got a little bit closer if I tried it out there and kicked the ball. Hmm. And my second takeaway is the Steelers' offense. Um, this is exactly what Denver was last the last six years. Quite frankly, we've had a top ten defense, but our offense sucks. Could not put points up, and that's exactly what happened to the Steelers. If you have five turnovers on the flip side, you should win that game by at least fourteen points. Absolutely. And that offense, like every time I looked up. I was like, how has Joe Burrow got the ball back again? And then it's like Joe Burrow just threw another interception. And for me, if I'm the Steelers, you're going to win some close games like that. But when you play a team that's not turning the ball over like Cincinnati did, you're not going to keep up the score. Yeah. I, agree. So I, th- I think it's a good win for Pittsburgh, but I don't think it's sustainable. Good win for Pittsburgh. Um uh... They are one game into their quest of uh, winning season. You know, they probably won't make the playoffs, but hopefully they'll have a winning season. Um, The Bengals, like you said, five turnovers, much like the Rams and Bills game. Josh Allen, four turnovers, right? Uh, Or I guess, was it him by himself? Four picks? Uh, No, No, there's a a couple. James Cook had a fumble. Oh, yeah, his first carry. Golly, poor fella. But multiple turnovers, and you still blow the crap out of the uh, out of the Rams. If you're Cincinnati, you know five turnovers, and you only lose by three in overtime. I think mm-hmm. you have bigger problems. You know, mm-hmm. go ahead, let Pittsburgh have their win. Uh, I still think the fact that it was this close and you had that many turnovers, I still have them on a hot pursuit for the Buffalo Bills. So uh, I I agree. I don't think Cincinnati has anything to worry about. No, Mm-mm. just stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's everything. Oh, that's what I was going to mention about San Francisco, too. You know, they didn't have Kittle. Nope. So, nope. but yeah, no, I think I think the Bengals are going to be fine. You know, staying in that Great Lakes region, you want to go to your favorite team to poopoo on, the Detroit Lions <laughs> and the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. A shootout, yeah. a shootout in Detroit. It was unnecessary of a shootout. It was. This game was put to rest by Philadelphia early. But they let the Lions, led by who? Jared Goff, come Jared back Goff, and lose bro. by three. You had this in the bag, Philadelphia. And I'm not mm-hmm. even a Philly fan. I hate Philly with all of my heart. But because they're playing the Poo Poo Lions, you know, I wanted them to win, naturally. You so, expect it. Right. I just didn't expect it to be this close. Now, no. Uh, I'm thinking if Detroit can put up 35 on Philly, then we'll have no problem putting up more on Monday night. But yeah, uh, yeah, I will say uh, kudos to Detroit. Honestly, this is, uh, I think, a morale booster showing how many points you can score. uh, You can come back. It just sucks because this has been a constant theme for them. And I really, really like Dan, uh, Dan Campbell. Uh, and so I know he's hurting right now because this is another. Yeah, you know he's crying right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's crying, giving a speech right now. I feel so bad for him, but. And this is exactly okay. what happened to them last year because they were getting blown out by the 49ers week one last year, yes. and then they came back. Like That's Jimmy exactly what I was pick. thinking, man. Like, how is this happening again? But I, I was so confused. Why did they make a big deal about? Oh, this is the first Lions game since 2017 sold out. Like, okay, they're still not going to win. All because of a TV show. Because of Hard Knocks. I mean, hey, if I, I, I'm assuming that's what the NFL and HBO kind of want. You know, more yeah. viewers. They're like, hey, people love the NFL. They'll watch our show. Good for HBO. If they watch our show, you know, they'll show up to the game on Sunday. Good for the NFL. That's what happened to Detroit. And I think that flame's going to 
flicker out here pretty soon. Cause, well, yeah, the, yeah, it's the Detroit, Detroit Lions are figuring out what a hard knock life truly is firsthand. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then for Philly, this is almost exactly like last year. You know, they were a playoff team, but if you go back and look at their schedule, they did they beat cupcake teams, yep. and it was close. That's and, why they were eliminated so early, and not just eliminated. Like they didn't even look like they belonged in the playoffs against nope. the Bucks. So that's why I'm still low. I, you know, I need to see more consistently out of consistency out of Philly. Still think they're going to win the division, but uh, I, I don't like them much more than that. Jalen Hurts is a great athlete. You know, he is very strong and mobile. Uh, he can be accurate at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expected. Uh, I expected that defense to perform a little bit better, though, to be honest with you. He did everything right. Jalen Hurts, that offense did everything right. But this is where it shows where the weakness is defensively. Uh, They obviously did well in the first half, but you're looking at how you close games. And if you're going to let a team creep back uh, from a double-digit lead Mm -hmm. and pull within three, you know, that's that's over time going to turn into losses. So, yeah. That Philly defense needs to get something figured out, um, and it's not going to be easier next week against the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, you know, sir. high-powered offense. What are you going to do? I think that could be a shootout. You know, uh, maybe not so much. I think our defense is a little bit better than than the Eagles. So I, I think what uh, this is what I think. You know, I'll I'll get to I'll get to y'all game later. I'll I'll get to y'all game later. So uh, we'll 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 move to the AFC South. The winless ASC South. Jeez. Uh, we don't got to spend much time on this game. Indian Houston. I thought Houston had it in the bag, but Matt Ryan, he came back. He kind of popped off. Him and Michael Pittman kind of got them back into the game and then missed field goals. Who, yep. Rodrigo Blakenship, the Colts kicker, they cut him today. Oh, like, no, we're not tolerating that. Which we is kind of crazy. They want somebody but, with 2020 vision. That is, yeah, yeah. That, that's not wearing biker goggles to the game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Houston, they they had they had a good shot. You know, Davis Mills isn't bad, but Brandon Cooks is still nice. But Houston had the world on a spiral on Sunday and uh, just couldn't finish. Mm-hmm. That's the most upsetting part. You know, it's already deflating enough that the Colts did not perform uh, to the standards that I had thought or anybody else really. I thought I thought it'd be more of a blowout in favor of Indy. Uh, but it was a slow start, and turnovers and penalties killed Indianapolis. And so they had to claw their way back. Matty Ice, he throws a lot of yards and touchdown passes, and he brought this team back and just couldn't do it, you know. Uh-huh. It, it fell onto the hands of special teams, and they couldn't provide the win. But, you know, I guess offensively, what are you looking at if you're Indianapolis? Is this something that's going to be a theme where you're a comeback kind of team? Because you're going to be uh-huh. playing teams that – you're not going to be able to come back on this year. So yeah. they're going to get that figured out. Houston. No, I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I, honestly, I expected a little bit more of a run-heavy game. I feel like especially if it was early on that what they were doing in, you know, in the air wasn't working out, hand it off. That's what they did. Oh, I still think Jonathan Taylor week. had the most rushing yards this week, though. Did he? I, I think he had like 164. Saquon had something like that, too. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was Saquon. I don't know, but they both are up there. So I guess, you know, we got another division rival game here. And I got to be honest, this was a game I paid the least amount of attention to, the Mm. Dolphins and Patriots. I just wasn't very interested, outside from the grill that set those cars on fire outside of the stadium, (laughs) which is tough. Could you imagine? You're a Dolphins fan. You just beat the Patriots. I imagine Dolphins fans, every NFC East or AFC East fan hates the Patriots, right? It don't matter that Brady's gone. They're going to hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you just blew them out. They, the Patriots look bad. You know, Tua kind of held you guys back um, a little bit, but you still got the dub comfortably. And then you're trying to go home and your car is just burnt, melted, charred. Dude, man, that's my takeaway from that game is those handful of people going back to their cars. You know when you're in a huge parking lot and you just like click the unlock button on your keys, you're like, oh, man, where'd I park? <laughs> and it just didn't work for those people? <laughs> no, man, that sucks. If they were a Dolphins fan, uh, I think what they can do, I heard this works, uh, go to Tyreek, ask him to get the Patrick Price on the State Farm Insurance the policy. The Patrick Price. And they'll be set. 
they'll get the Patrick Price and they'll get a little bit of Heinz ketchup or whatever ketchup <laughs> <Yeah>. he uses. <laughs> no, but, but do you got any actual takes from the game? I really didn't pay much attention other than the few bad throws that were going around on Twitter about Tua. Well, my dad is a Dolphins fan as he's from you know, the Floridian range down there. Uh, obviously, like you said, everybody in that division hates New England. Uh, even Bills fans who have been on top of that division as of late still hate New England. Uh, so big win. Uh, the Patriots, you know, we thought it was just Tom Brady who played poor in Miami. Nah, he's gone. It's an absolute unit. It's Bill Belichick. Uh Miami did what they had to do. That defense looks pretty legit, and I think they could compete well against the Bills if they had to in the, in the future. So it just comes down to that offense. And 20 points on New England, holding them under 10. I like yeah. that. New England's no, that's solid. Mac that's solid. Jones tweets himself up too. So we'll see what's going on. Yeah, I mean – I still don't think Tua and Josh Allen are on the same planet. So no. I think that's the difference between the Bills and the Dolphins for me because the Dolphins have a great roster. If you switch quarterbacks, we would talk about the Dolphins like we talk about the Bills. Hmm. Like they, they got weapons all over the field, but that's fair. Yeah. Another AFC matchup that I didn't pay too much attention to. A little bit more, though. Baltimore, New York, Jets. You know the Jets. I got two takeaways from this game. One, the Ravens didn't play that good, and they still blew them out. And yeah. that's for two reasons. They're the Jets, and the Ravens are good. The Ravens are a team that can kind of stumble a little bit and are talented enough to win. I worry about their receiving threats, but they're, they're fine. The Ravens are going to win a lot of games. Second takeaway, my uh, – a couple, a couple episodes, ago, episodes ago, we were talking about – Possibly defensive rookie players, rookie of the years. I said Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was locked down. I've seen a couple highlights. He knocked the ball out of Mark Andrews, who is a top five tight end. Um, he allowed like one catch for seven yards on like 13 coverage snaps. Mm. Like Ballard. Sauce Gardner, they, they, got a, they got a good ball player in New York. Their defensive players have. They they've had some all stars, you know, on on the defensive side of the football over the last like decade. It's their offense that has always had the issue, and that's going to continue to be the issue this year. Uh, and as long as you have Joe Flacco playing quarterback, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're not going to win many games. No. So, uh, um, no, you're right. The Ravens too good of a team, even though they played poorly. Uh, I'd yeah. say the Jets really got lucky, only giving up 24. They did. Lamar threw like a couple picks that were, or maybe just one at the end that was pretty bad. But I yeah, mean, yeah. All right, let's talk about one of your one of your pick'em games, and yeah. uh, the region that you're in. Now we're those those last couple of games are kind of boring to talk about, but this one, this was a pretty exciting game. Do you hear that, man? Do you hear that? I tell you what, bro. There's been some chatter, especially after a Washington dub. All the fans that I've been saying were quiet, haven't said crap in the offseason. Uh, they've sprouted up out of almost nowhere. Uh, even today at work, yesterday at work, just nothing but go commanders, go commanders, Washington, Washington. War. I was just like, they're back. They're here. I thought they left. I, thought oh, they were Cowboys I don't know back. if they're back. They, they might have just stopped in to say hi. I, I don't know <laughs> if they're back. Well, it's, it's got the fans on their feet. Uh, but in typical Washington fashion, uh, they made it hard on themselves. Yeah, they did. They almost blew it. The Jaguars. Gosh, man. Well, this is what I was thinking. The first quarter, uh, Carson Wentz looked like Eagles Carson Wentz, like second-year Eagles Carson Wentz. And then he just kind of chilled out, stopped, and the Jags came back. And yep. Trevor Lawrence was looking nice. He had a few bad passes. Um, but his receivers were not helping him at all. Nope. I Almost every time I looked up, Christian Kirk dropped a ball. Um, Evan Ingram dropped a ball. And I, I think Christian Kirk on one of them would have scored a touchdown. He was running out. He would have turned it up. And, yeah. you know, th- that might have been a difference in the game because they settled for a field goal. No. I don't think they scored. I don't remember. But, you know, either way, you make that play. The Jaguars receivers really let down Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, he had his fair share of misses. But, yeah, that they got to get him some help. This offense for Washington has the ability to 
consistently put up 28 points, man. Like, honestly, they have playmakers on the outside. Antonio Gibson is such a bruising but athletic back. Um, it comes down to that defense. You know, uh, I think if Carson Wentz is on his game, their offense can keep up with, uh, I'd say, the majority of most offenses in this league right now. Um, that's if he plays well and doesn't throw picks. Uh, but it's their defense. I mean, they're out. You know, they're without, uh, gosh, their defensive end is blanking on me. Not much, uh, but. Um, from Ohio State? Yeah. Chase, Chase Young? Young, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Chase Young. Um, you know, they're without him. And, and that kind of showed. They really didn't get too much pressure on uh, Trevor Lawrence on Sunday, to be honest with you. They, they, uh, they maybe got to him more in, in the second half. Uh, but in the first half, it was more so just Trevor Lawrence missing his passes or receivers dropping balls and just wasn't going their way. But once things started connecting, when he had the time in the pocket, that's that's why Jacksonville uh -huh. came back. So uh, big win for Washington for this area. Uh, Jacksonville, tough luck, but it's nothing you're not used to. Uh, no, 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 no. They're they're fine. That's that. <laughs> uh, so you know what? I'll I'll start this one off. Um, I'm not going to say much about it other than this was my pick -em. I was wrong. Hmm. Uh, got to give you your flowers. It, I, it wasn't looking good for you at halftime, 13 to zero, but take it away. What happened? Jeez, man. Was this a game? So, uh, Saquon Barkley took this team he's back. Said, I think he's he, back. He said, Hey, uh, I got these two shoulders. I'm going to need the defense on this side. I'm going to need the offense on the other side and I'm going to carry the team. And he did just that, almost racking up 200 yards. I think he had like 165 on the day or something like that. Daniel Dimes was not a factor. You didn't need him. This guy helped you guys win this game. Uh, biggest play of the game, though, showing his agility again. Uh, on the goal line, going for two, down 19 to 20, yep. four minutes to go. Yep. Go for two. It's like a shovel pass, you know, and and – he weaves out of two tackles, two missed tackles, and then just shred, uh, shrug, shrugs off a, a defensive lineman mm. just to get into the end zone and, and put him up 21-20. And then if that wasn't excitement enough, having to watch Tennessee drive down the field, get into field goal range, you ice the kicker, good call on Dable, and then old boy shanks it left. I'll tell you what, the household I was in was going crazy and it, it made me feel good. Yeah. No, that I, I was I was like, all right, yeah, Malcolm's crazy. Like <laughs> the wild part sudden, is Saquon just is Penn State Saquon and yep. put the team on his back, like you said. And that's a dub. That's 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 uh your underdog pick of the week. So that's my underdog pick, and it was more than just a pick. The prediction of the final score is what was said last week, my yes, man. Yes, sir. Golly. We're going to go ahead and play that bite. Uh, I think Nick has that. So go ahead and give this a listen. And, and, and the team <laughs> that I think is going to win the NFC East. Uh, I'm keying in on the Giants and the Titans game. And I've got the, Gi <laughs> I've got the Giants taking that cake. It's going to be shot. tough. It's going to be hard. But I'm I can shot. tell you this right now. Saquon Barkley... <laughs> Is going to be carrying that team. You know Daniel what? The Jones. Titans did lose. The Titans did lose their top edge rusher, and so did Last New York. Week. They lost theirs in preseason. He'll be out until like week three or four. Yeah, but that's nothing new. They didn't have him last year either. So yeah. they didn't. They didn't. So, but I still think he's a playmaker. I really think they're going to be missing him. But I think it might come down to offenses because I think both defenses are just going to be rough. Uh, it's not going to be a high scoring game. I've got two possible outcomes. I've got the Giants winning either 21 to 20 or 24 to 21. I think it's so just both both close. So America, you have it. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be putting in my application uh for uh ESPN here shortly as an analyst because obviously I kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know he knows exactly. Yeah, man. Good good job. Good job. I, I was doubting it, but nope, you got it. You got it. All right, so I guess I'll, I'll you know, we got to be brief on this one. I think the next couple games, uh, 
<sighs> my underdog, my upset pick of the week, Arizona just didn't look – the Chiefs, they almost looked better this year than I've seen in the last couple of years. Patrick Mahomes is spreading the ball around five touchdowns, 360 yards. Oh, I hate it. I'm living here in Kansas City, man, and I just can't stand it. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was a fluke. They'll come back down. <laughs> what, what which part was the fluke? The Cardinals or the Chiefs? The the, the Chiefs. Okay. The Cardinals might suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a Cardinals team that we thought we would see. Yeah. Uh, I think the score doesn't even, like, no, makes the Cardinals look like they competed for a little bit, but the reality is they did not. Not, not even close. Kyler Murray uh, might have a restructured contract come week four if things don't change. Clearly, he's not studying his playbook because yeah, uh, there were bad. some blitz packages that he should have picked up, uh, should have changed some calls and have their tight ends block. Nah, he instead gets sacked. Um, dude, it's just that did not look like a good Cardinals team at all. It looked like the Cardinals from like 2000. Like, like three, yeah, <laughs> pre Larry Fitzgerald Cardinals. It was bad, yeah. It was, so it was. I, I still think the Chiefs. They surprised a lot of people too, though. I think the Chiefs might be. For they it. did. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I I always thought, you know, I picked them to to go to the playoffs, and obviously, you know, they're going to win a lot of games. But yeah, I I didn't think they were going to be that good. They don't need Tyreek. But I will say this. Arizona didn't play starters in the preseason. Kansas City did. And that's a theme. A lot of the players or a lot of the teams, I think the majority of the teams went like three and eight who didn't play their starters in the preseason. Yeah. One and seven against, you know, quarterbacks who did and didn't. So it's, it, it showed a little bit this week. Well, I guess we can go to another game that had uh, superstars that didn't really play too much in the preseason. And that would be. Uh, the Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers. Chargers took that dub. Um, but the two superstars that I was thinking about popped off for the Raiders, but they didn't come away with the win. Devontae oh, Adams did a lot. There was a point in time where Devontae Adams, I think in the third quarter, uh, had more yards receiving than Green Bay had total offense at that point in time. Yeah, I saw so, that. <laughs> They're keeping track. Yeah, you know what's crazy is like the Chargers. The Chargers came to play. Khalil Mack, he seemed like Khalil Mack of old. Yep. You know, you know, and I'm sure part of that is he's playing his old team. You know what I mean? You got that little extra oomph to your game. But sure. Derek Carr, Derek Carr threw three picks. He mm -hmm. also didn't play very well, and the Chargers barely came away with it. That's just what the Chargers do, man. They they just they were up twenty four to 10 24 to 7 or something and here come the raiders just oh snap you think the chargers might lose this game chargers gonna charge her yep yep keenan allen's out too so i don't think it's gonna go good thursday night here in kansas city it's been a yeah it's been a rough go uh early i think for the raiders um you begin to wonder is, is david carr kind of the problem here Derek carr Yes, Derek Carr, my fault. David Carr would be a big problem. <laughs> that, that would be, be a very big problem. Houston can tell you all about that. Yeah. Jeez. You got you do you have anything else? I'm glad the Raiders lost. I hate the Raiders. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I, the question I really want to ask you is kind of what uh we'll talk about at the very end, the last game of the week. Uh, but on the way to that, let's go ahead and stop in Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes and one and O victors over the, the cheeseheads from Wisconsin, 23 to seven. They beat up on Aaron Rodgers in the pack. I mean, I, I almost started to feel bad for Aaron Rodgers when they would zoom in on his face every now and then, you know, you just saw, he was so annoyed. I was like, is this dude going to retire at halftime? <laughs> like... The Vi the Vikings might have broken Aaron Rodgers right there. We have and literally this is exactly broken what Aaron we talked about. Before. Yeah, you, you you have a collarbone if I remember. Yep. Yeah, th but this is what we talked about. I swear, me and you. This is why people need to start listening to us, Bills Mafia. All y'all, you need to start listening <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> the, we we've been on the Vikings. We told we've been trying to tell y'all all summer long. The Vikings are going to win this division, and the Vikings, they they looked so much better than the Packers. Yeah. And 
Justin Jefferson, I think he's the best receiver in the league. Absolutely. Without a question. He's better than uh, his unknown predecessor, Stefan Diggs. You know, he came in, filled that spot when he left. And I mean, talk about a one for one trade. Literally, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, yeah. I mean, Stefan Diggs is definitely up there for me, but I'm like, dang, Stefan Diggs is playing with Josh Allen and. I think Josh Allen's better than Kirk Cousins. That's why I give the nod to Jefferson because, you know, if you're working with less, it's not, a, I mean, it is a decent amount less, but dang, bro, y'all, y'all were just destroying. Every time I looked up, Aaron Rodgers was under pressure. He was getting sacked. Receivers were dropping balls. Like, Daniel Hunters, Darius Smith, they all you, said. You can, you can basically pre order your Vikings um, NFC North Championship t shirt. Absolutely. NFLshop.com. Don't forget the hat. And the hat. Yeah, man. It looked that, good. It looked really good. You know what didn't look good? Y'all gonna shock teams. What's that? Y'all y'all gonna shock people. They we might did. not believe after this week, but yeah, y'all. They're gonna see it. They're gonna see it. Uh well while that game did look good, a game that did not look good was the nightcap of Sunday. Uh Tampa Bay beat Dallas with a score of nineteen to three. We had mentioned Dak Prescott. Hurt his thumb. Cooper Rush came in and did everything that Cooper Rush is known for as a backup. Uh, and they didn't score any touchdowns. The only team to not score a touchdown. Yep. So it's beautiful. Every every time the Cowboys can do something bad, I love it. It's good. And the Bucks, you know, only 19, but Dallas's defense is pretty solid. They didn't play in the preseason. Tom Brady was singing or whatever hell he was doing. <laughs> so, you know, the, the Bucks being slow, yeah. Not too worried about it. No, but not at all. Yeah. I mean, Mike you go Evans, into Dallas, that's a good win. Mike Evans looked real good. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw his one-handed touchdown. I didn't watch the game. I had to study some freaking lymphomas and stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, man, that, that was nice. Nice to see the Cowboys lose, that is. What it's wasn't fun. nice <laughs> was what happened in the Pacific Northwest last night. Listen. I put off studying for this white blood cell exam for this game. <sighs> mm. Bro. 16 to 17. Jeez. Denver, 433 yards of offense. Seattle, 253. And we lost. Two fumbles inside the one yard line. We lost. We had a touchdown called back because Cortland Sutton jumped off sides. It just seemed like everything that went wrong went wrong. This was like the most. The most like perfect example of a team beating themselves and not losing to the other team that I've seen in a while. And for me, though, what's refreshing and why I'm not worried as a Broncos fan is like for the first time in five years, I don't have to convince myself that we lost because of this. You know, like we weren't the worst team. We we were the better team, but we've lost. So it's all correctable. So for me, that's why I'm not really panicking. It's just one game. You know, like the Bengals lost. They're going to be fine. The Colts tied with Houston. They're still going to be fine. Like, it happens. Yep. I tell you what, I don't think uh, the Seahawks beat the Broncos. I think the 12th man beat the Broncos. I think uh, Russell Wilson uh, being home probably fueled a lot of the fire. But one thing oh, yeah. he never has faced was the wrath of the 12th man. And he got a full Boatload disrespectful of i thought like this is the best guy in franchise history and you're gonna right yeah. and i mean just the uh false starts the delay of games the penalty. so many delay of games oh, i swear there should have been like more delay of games you know what i mean did you guys was, like, practice for the for the for the for the the noise level or, or what? yeah all, yeah all week they said they were turning up the volume but i mean i don't think you can have a stereo loud enough to emulate that you can't replicate that not seventy thousand screaming people you know jeez and i look no, but i mean there's plenty of orange jerseys too oh yeah there was that's what i love about the orange on a side note is it sticks out so much i'm like oh hey look we got a lot of fans but listen seattle congrats on your super bowl um <laughs> you're you're in the lead of the nfc nfc west don't hold on to that don't be delusional i'm tired of seahawks fans on twitter I might have to start blocking them. But congrats. <laughs> you got your Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing else to say. I mean, Bradley Chubb looks nice. 
yeah. two sacks, and it wasn't. And you know, usually guys rack up sacks when they're ahead. You know, like Von Miller, his sacks were like the Bills were up, and so the Rams needed to pass. Yeah. Seattle didn't need to pass, but Bradley Chubb was making plays, and that that was very encouraging. Also, he kept you guys in the game. No, he did. So, it was much needed. But I mean, that's that's all of Week One. That's man. Week One. That is that's, Week it, One? It was it was good to be back. It was so it was it was so good to be back. Oh yeah, take a deep breath, my man, because Week Two, we got some games this week. It's kicking off on Thursday, but uh, if you're gonna go ahead and go through all the schedule, like tell me what your upset is. Who do you have that's claimed to be an upset, whether in your eyes or bet slips eyes or what have you? Listen. I think we have. I think we are on the same page here. I to I. Yeah. Monday night football, Minnesota underdogs, and they're gonna blow the top off the Philadelphia Eagles. This baffles me. This really does. I don't know. Maybe it's point differential from week one. I'll give you that. 38 points looks better than 23. Yeah, but the Lions. But yeah, right. Look and at... the Packers have a good defense. Like, don't forget that. So, Minnesota is plus 112 underdogs. Philadelphia is minus 152 favorites. I mean, you you have to hit the uh, the money line for Minnesota. You have to. And I'm going to go Absolutely. bucks on it. Like, come on. <laughs> You're going to put 50? I will. I'm that confident. Okay. Drop a fifty. Maybe twenty-five. All right. Maybe have <laughs> <laughs> No, I, dude. You know, and this this is one of those games that it's not like a super upset. You know what I mean? It's not no. like we're picking the 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 Falcons to beat the Rams. Right. But if it's if it an upset's an upset, and I'm taking Minnesota, I I think thirty-five points put up by the the Lions is alarming when you have. The Vikings coming to town, and the first little bit of that game, I mean, DeAndre Swift was gashing the Philadelphia yep. Eagles. So, what's going to happen when you have a better running back with a better offense come in? I, I, I think Minnesota is going to, it's going to be bad. I, I might think, have to watch. Well, yeah, both those games might be pretty bad because I think the Bills on Monday night too are going to get it. We're going to have to pull up my second TV so I can watch them both at the same time. But, um. No, you're right. I think Minnesota is just more stacked. My only fear as a Vikings fan, and honestly, I'm glad it's happening early. It's a primetime game. We all know Kirk mm. primetime. Oh, I'm, frick. I forgot about I Kirk on primetime. Hey, hey, I love the man, though. You know, oh, He's man. got a primetime win under his belt now with us. He's got a playoff win under his belt with us. It can only mean up from here. but You, the, you, you, you would hope. Yeah. I mean, even if he underperforms, I think yeah. – It'll still be uh, good to get that out of the way early in the year, you know, mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. like a week 15 matchup. But uh, Minnesota, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me why they would be underdogs. Just, was that your underdog? That was my underdog. Yes. God, yep. Dude. It pains me. Honestly, no, it doesn't pain me. It fuels my fire. It fuels you. I, I, I would say the only thing that kind of gets me a little like, huh, is it's the Eagles home opener. And you know what you, when you're back in your home stadium week 1, I mean you're excited, everybody's excited. It don't matter what team it's well it does. The Bears aren't going to sell out, the Jags aren't going to sell out. But most teams with fan bases like the Eagles are going to sell out week 1 and they're going to be crazy. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing that kind of wor- worries me, but like if we're talking on the field, the, the and the Vikings just take care of what they need to, I think they could win by a touchdown to 10 points. Easy. Mm. Mm. You got a score? You're, you're predicting this one? Going two for two on the season? Well, let me think here. FanDuel has Minnesota as uh, one and a half point underdogs. What's the over under? Uh, 51.5. So pretty high. You know what? That's. I see Minnesota winning this one like 30 to 23 or 38 mm-hmm. to 17, maybe 31 17 or 38 to 24, something like that. I'm thinking 31 31 21. 31 21. 31 21 Minnesota. 
like I mean the well you see the thing is like the Eagles have a good secondary, you know, Bradbury Slay, but so do the Packers and they they couldn't do anything about Justin Jefferson. Right. He was all over the place. I don't think anybody can do anything about Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook's gonna have a big game. I swear they're gonna key in on Justin Jefferson and that that's when uh Adam Thielen's gonna let loose and remind mm-hmm. everybody why he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we're we're in consensus there. You know, yeah. sucks to only have one, but you know what? If I feel strongly about it, you feel strongly about it, that's just the way the cards fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, pick threes. Go, go into your pick threes, man. My my pick threes. I am <laughs> 0 and three. But you know what? We're getting back to five hundred this week. Let's hope. Let's hope. No, 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 no. We are getting back to five hundred this week. Okay, okay. We are starting Thursday night, Kansas City. Okay. Over the Chargers. Definitively, I think they showed me that it's probably still their division. Um, I still think Denver's going to go in there January 1st, 2023. Whoop they ass. <laughs> but we're a long way away from that, and they're playing the Chargers this week. I got Kansas City. You got a score? Uh, you know what? I I think they'll probably they'll probably put up 35 Chargers, you know, Keenan Allen, not having Keenan Allen hurts. Yeah. 35 to 20. I don't think it'll be particularly close. And when you go back to the games that they played last year, if Kansas City doesn't turn the ball over as much, the Chargers don't win that game in Arrowhead. Yeah. So I think Mahomes had like three interceptions or four. I that's not gonna happen. No. I mean, they looked well oiled. 35-20 Kansas City. Second, second one, you know what I got to do? Mm. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Houston's coming to town. Denver's pissed. All, all our players today, you know, been on Twitter or the ones that talk to the media, they're like, you know what? We were so frustrated because we just pissed down our leg. Like we stepped on our own foot and we know it. And exactly. They're going to come out at home, home opener, that stadium going to be lit up with orange. It's mm-hmm. going to be beautiful. I'm going to love every second of this game. Denver 30 to 10. Mm. Denver should have put up 30 last this yesterday if they didn't fumble twice on the one. Yeah, that's fair. And my last one, Buffalo Bills, baby. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans. Don't think it's particularly going to be close. I'm picking three blog wins because, you know, maybe next week I'll get spicy when I'm back to 503 and three. But I'm not doing that this week. I, I got to get my ducks in a line here. Buffalo, man, how good does Buffalo look? Going back to the playoff games, Jeez. they've hunted like once. They're unstoppable, dude. Like, it's crazy. Like, I saw they have only the last four or five regular season games, they've only punted in one of those. Well, even that preseason game, didn't all their starters play like five series and they went five for five or six for six or something? Yeah, well, it was. was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I got I got the bills. No, that's okay. It was starters versus, you know, (laughs) backups. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, no, I got I got the bills. I'm going to say. Man, the Titans didn't look very great, but the Titans aren't, you know, a team to walk over. 38-28. Mm. No, 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 no. 38-17. I take that back. 38-17. Blowout. I'm picking three blowouts because I need them. I don't need them to be blowouts, but, you know, if I'm thinking blowout, I just need that team to win. Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, who are also my top three teams in the AFC. So. Mm. fair. All right, well, let me see here. My first game, I've got Cincinnati at Dallas. Um, you got Cincy? Bouncing back, taking advantage of a Dak. What about Cooper Rush? Come on, man. <laughs> no, Cooper's going to be rushed off the field. I yes, think, yeah. I think it's not going to be close. I think Dallas fans are going to be woeing come Monday again. I, I see 31-13. Eddie, yeah. I really yeah. I think uh, I think Cincinnati's gonna get back to Cincinnati form. You know, minus the five turnovers, they're gonna be able to move the ball. 
however they please. And I think it's going to be a, a Bengals victory down there. I agree. This game has an upset. So uh, from ethical reasons alone, I can't have them as a win. So I'm going to key in on the Dolphins-Ravens game. Uh-oh. And I'm going to go Miami. I like it. I need to catch up. I think uh, different Dolphins team. It's a different Dolphins defense for sure. I think uh, they're going to be able to iron out some wrinkles there offensively. Uh, this Ravens team is still good, though, too. So it's going to be a shutout. I'm sorry, a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens, shut out the Dolphins, still lose. It's still going to be a shootout. Ah, man. 31-28, Miami. Wow. 31-28, Miami. Ooh. I got to make this up. I want to make it interesting for you, Nick, because I'm up 2-1 on the pickums. Hey, you don't got to you don't got to go easy. You can do whatever. I'm uh, my strategy is a little lame this week, so I I, I wouldn't blame you. Mm. I'm gonna lean in with you on Buffalo. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, Buffalo is gonna be dominant. I think Tennessee is gonna be able to withhold them maybe two drives out of the game. Maybe uh, when it's all said and done, I think. Uh, 42 to 21. Yeah, I think we're both lockstep. We're both in lockstep right there. I don't think, you know, maybe maybe the Titans come out and they score in their first drive, but the Bills are going to come out and score in their first drive. So it's like, <laughs> it's not really going to. So yeah, those are our, our pick threes and our upset picks. We got the, or pick, we got the the Vikings. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll be able to watch the games a little more. I don't have a, an exam early next week, so you know what? I can just watch football on Sunday, relax. What game outside of the Vikings game are you most excited for? You know what? Giants? Mm, not so much. I think they'll be... <laughs> I'll probably, honestly, I mean, out here I'll, I'll be getting the, the commanders, but, you know, since I have game pass... Yeah, Watch international, it. international. It's completely illegal, by the way. Uh, we don't got to tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think it's a good slate of games. I'd kind of really want to watch the Falcons and Rams, only because what? Yeah, I think the Falcons are gonna win, dude. No, no, no. But what? All right, pick up, switch that from your Vikings upset. Should I? <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> No, no, it's dude. No, 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 no. I can predict the final score too. It's gonna be close. It has to be close because it's. Let's... Dude, the Falcons are. They, they had their chance to win a game last week, and I just, I, I'm just thinking it from the Rams' perspective. They're not gonna come out there and look like doo doo two weeks in a row. No, you're right. I still think the Falcons are gonna. <sighs> Rams defense, but. I mean, Cordero Patterson looked nice. He did. He almost won Jam a fantasy game, but not close enough. Which I am one and zero, by the way. I'm gonna say Falcons. Falcons Rams. Falcons thirty Rams twenty seven. No, don't. Or thirty to twenty eight. Listen, I'm gonna clip your 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 pick from last week on the Giants. I am not clipping that one. I promise. <laughs> I could be entirely wrong. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I think I think for me, I'm looking at the Jacksonville-Indianapolis game because Indy sucks in Jacksonville for some reason. And... Manning. Yeah. And it, or what if it's another tie? You know what I mean? Like... Unfortunate. What if, what if the... What if the AFC South goes winless again? What if they tie? Titans are... Titans are going to lose. Texans are going to get blown out in Denver. Like, I'm actually rooting for a tie. I'm rooting for a tie here. Trevor Lawrence comes back. Matty Ice, no ice. <laughs> tie game. That's what That's what I want. That's that's what I'm looking at. That would be deflating, I think. If you're the Colts, you start off 0-0-2. 0-0-2. But you know what? I still think they'd be number one in the division. Alphabetically, yeah. No, because like, they, they don't have a loss. 
like they'd be oh one and one. Houston oh one and one. Tennessee oh and two. That would be interesting. I just want that to happen because I think it would be hilarious. Has there ever been two ties in a season for a single team? Dude, I don't know. Probably not. I'm sure some teams don't even have two ties in their history. They'd be making history right there just doing that. You know what? We're going for history on Sunday here in the AFC versus NFC podcast. That's that's what we're predicting is history. Well, I'm not predicting it. I'm not going to say that, but (laughs) I think it would be hilarious. Oh, man. That would be crazy. That's something. I guess we'll have to find out. Yes, Uh, sir. But first things first, you got to take care of business with the Thursday night game. Uh, so everybody's tune into that. Remember, it's on Prime Video. Oh, that's right. Gosh. A lot of illegal streams are going to be happening on Thursday night. Or just get NFL Game Pass International, use a VPN. You're all good to go. You know what? That is too, but I use my mama's uh, Amazon Prime, so. <laughs> Whatever. You got, you got anything else, man? I really don't. I'm just excited for week two. Me too, man. Think, uh, think this does it. All right, man. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll keep tabs, you know, throughout the rest of the week and into the weekend, and we'll see you guys next week. Yes, sir. Have a good night.